0: Acted all alright Had no need to fight Tonight, tonight
1: Of the Bro You know Podcast, episode six with your two co-hosts, Cripple One and Cripple Two.
0: See, you got it right this time.
1: Yeah, I got it right. Got Take it right. Two. Um upcoming in this episode, NBA scores, as usual, NBA news, uh UFC. Uh we'll add in some football today, um, just to make it a bit interesting. Um I'll talk about the ski jumping, even though it is. New good. section alert, new section alert, yep. new
0: section alert.
1: Um Ski jumping, which, I mean, the season ended, uh, on Sunday, but I still need to want to talk about it, um,
0: and we will introduce some uh, new shows, no, no. and, and, no, I think we should do that now, because, because, really, what we're calling it is the bro, you know, overhaul, and, um, it's basically about how, we know we've got this podcast, and we know we've got the blog coming up in the summer, in the, in the summer, but, what in the meantime? What do we have? And because we can only offer you a blog, and we collectively want this channel to be like a podcast, potentially, put a podcast, and to go in. I said podcast twice. I am. I am stupid. But anyway, um, it's just to go into different directions. And so, I am proud to announce that um, as you as you said. We will have five new series. Hang like, on, let four... me
1: count that. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven potential. Well, no, six and then seven potentially. Um, the NFL that I might host.
0: Right, calm yourself down. Is it? We've been planning this for about two or three days, and it's very much. Because the thing is, when we came into the podcast, we just said, "Oh, we want to do a podcast about wh- about what we, about what we like," and hopefully we'll get listeners, and hopefully we can make something out of it. But now we realise that we need to strategize about this podcast and to where this podcast can go, and and the future of it, and ju- and leaving it just a basketball leaving it just at football, leaving just at film, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't open new doors. And with the expansion in content, what I will say is that it offers new opportunities. We will still talk about the same stuff, but we will offer various form forms of content for you guys. We've all, if you don't follow us on Instagram, we've already previewed, um logos for the new series but i uh, but there there was a mistake done on one of the logos so i i will re-upload i don't think you uh talked about the 150 reel um uh, on instagram yeah yeah i didn't talk about um the 150 reel but what i will say is um so the new shows um first of all um these new shows are probably gonna. Uh, three of three of the new show, four of the new sh- no, three of the new shows are going to be coming at you this weekend. I know, exciting. So, um, first new show, NBA 2K in play. Basically, a um, a chill, chilled out gaming session of 2K um, with us. Casually debating on issues, uh, with potentially um, it, a one-on-one with certain players that we want to debate about, or, or just teams, or all playoff preview games that, that we can do closer to the time of playoffs. So we can preview the NBA finals, play an NBA finals game, predict how they're going to play, and stuff. And so that's going to come all in the NBA 2K and play. That is going to be recorded on PS4. Yeah, I know Xbox fans, you can unsubscribe. Actually, do subscribe. We need subscribers.
1: No, but PS4 is the greatest,
0: if you think it. PS4 is the greatest. Two PS4 players here. So um, so we've got NBA 2K and play. Then we've also got... We are doing a Chris Smooth, and we are also... Shout out to Chris Smooth inspiration, um, but what we are also doing is we are bringing a My Team series, um, in in where we are both individually have Ruby and Amethyst teams, however, the goal is, and I know we're a bit late in NBA, we're, we're almost halfway into NBA 2K19, that's crazy to say, halfway through NBA 2K19, already. Anyway, what, what I'm trying to say is that um, from from this point onwards, we um, Cripple One's got a Ruby team, and I've got an Amethyst team. Yeah, I and wish. I mean,
1: I've got one um, Amethyst, which is Robert Horry, but but otherwise
0: what what we will do now is that um, no, I mean, what what we will do now is that it's the race to whoever can get it can get their first galaxy
1: card well the thing and is if we didn't don't get galaxy the highest rated card we can get by the, the time. by the t-
0: by by the time 2k20 comes out yeah. so that's the challenge and in every episode we will play one each of us will play one game online uh, then then um then we will play each other and then you'll get You'll get the two views from each screen. Or each get... So you'll have a view from mine, and then we'll constantly move back and forth.
1: Or I could do split screen, maybe.
0: Or you could do split screen editing. Cripple One does all the editing here, so I, I will leave it up to him.
1: Until now, we hire an editor.
0: But... No, we are not hiring an editor. This is a self-made process. Not we even are when not we're older. True, we are not the true Jordy who sells out, I'm only joking, true, Ge- true Geordie, We love you. I
1: I haven't watched this podcast so a while.
0: Yeah, I know. He but he's been talking about the Michael Jackson and Madeline McCann. Anyway, that's conspiracy theory. We're not touching that today. So we've got the the my team Ruby and Amethyst Dune Galaxy. At least that's what the title that's what the um, title for the series is called. Um, there was a mistake on the logo that I, I uploaded. Um, it, was, it said Amethyst the Gold because I had a autocorrect error. So the new uh, logo will go up on Instagram. If you don't follow us on Instagram, I, um, I have made a new screen that um, Cripple1 will edit in where it says every social media and everywhere you can find the podcast. And also with our Linktree link. So if, if you type in the Linktree link on the internet. It will automatically bring you all the links. And you can choose where, wherever you want. Then then the third gaming series we are going to do. A bit like our, our FM series. Which is happening. We've just had loads of technical issues. With different software. But we promise you we have found the right software now. And we we are going to do it. So, unemployed managers, here we come. Hip hip. Hooray. Hip hip.
1: Hooray. Hip hip. Hooray. FM. Hooray.
0: <laughs> what was it? You, you, what was it supposed to be? Say nineteen.
1: Oh, uh, FM nineteen. Okay.
0: But but still, we're going to do that again. Hip hip.
1: Hooray. Hip hip. Hooray. Hip hip. Hooray. Hip hip. No one cares. Wow, let's wow. move. Are you, are you gonna are you, are you gonna pull a rock on I'm,
0: me? Yeah, I'm no gonna settle out. No
1: one. Are you gonna no. pull out a Dwayne Johnson on me?
0: Yeah, but Dwayne John Dwayne Johnson doesn't even wrestle anymore. Any anywhere uh, we barely watch WWE. Actually, I do watch WWE sometimes. I haven't uh, watched if, it in ages if, it Just got me if, bored. If the people want it, we will do a WWE recap show every week. If the people want it. But you've got if. to subscribe and you've got to let us know. And you've got to like and you've got to comment. Um, Have we got any more shows to talk about? Um, or? We've also got the online my <laughs> which, which, as I said, uh, which what well, the contents of the series will be is that we will both take either a tanking team or mid-rated team and try with, with it before NBA 2K. In how many seasons we can do. To try and get. And the first one to win a championship. um, Is. Wins the series. Then. Uh, Then. then, um, The series that I'm really happy about. Because. Turns out. That. Because. A few weeks ago. I kind of realised that. With my workload and the reason I have to do now, um, that realistically, upholding the blog and doing the football results and doing the, doing everything, bro, you know, but in written form, I just didn't feel confident enough to get through all the content and do that and the podcast. However, what I will say is that um now then I I have found time and a time slot to record a show that I will call the 150 real which is just basically be doing a weekly movie recap show so and we're, and we're recording now on Sunday and that will that will go out with FM on Monday also I will I will put this on Instagram. Also, and... But... Uh, but... Um, this is our official upload schedule. Let me find it. Or if Cripple1 can beat me to the schedule. Now, nah, I'll let you do it. It's fine. Let me find it first. Right here. So... So this show, the Bro You Know podcast... Um... So, like what we're doing now. Uh, you will have every Tuesday and every Thursday. Um, with your two favourite cripples... Um, diving into sports and... Friendship and whatever. I can't remember what our tagline is. Sports, football and everything in between. Or basketball, football and
1: friend- everything
0: in Basketball, friendship and everything in between. See, the friendship... Maybe maybe we like when that's another series idea friendship show then that's too cringy what are you chomping down a mint oh okay see asmr quantity content be yeah, no carry on with what you were saying so as i was saying then you got the NBA 2K and play on Saturday. Then you'll get the Mud GM on Saturday. So if you really want broad, you know, content, um, pay attention on Saturday. Then, then also we did announce one more show.
1: Oh yeah, hang on, which one?
0: A show that we're not really sure about. The the right now, looking at our schedule, is. Not on the cars, but if we have time, we will. We will go for it. But, um, what I'm trying to say is that we will do the takeaway debate. I know takeaway, McDonald's, KFC, whatever. you loving, time. you're loving the S- ASMR. But what I'm trying to say. I've said, I've said that uh, sentence twice now I'm sorry we're bad podcasters Come on come on um so the takeaway debate will be once every two weeks if we find time and if we can't find any time once a month and if we can't find any time then we will cancel the show the main just idea do it once a year once a year Mainly, or, or that could be a yearly event nice like like you're yeah. thinking crap one see. Little clap for you. Clap yourself on the back. See quality SMR content. All right, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, so the takeaway debate will be once every um, once every 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 two weeks, month, year, whenever we find time to do it. But the format for that is we've got twenty minutes. We we've got two minutes to d- debate ten subjects, um, and they're mostly going to be humorous like what was the funniest step back, what was the best step back it's not going to be anything like serious um, who's the best tanking team it's not going to be like a serious NBA debate it's going to be fun, not usual bro you know content but anyway we're, stu- we're stupid as it is, so it- it just expect another level of stupid if we ever do the takeaway debate just imagine it as internet fast food that you re- that you regret eating and watching afterwards. And so then, then that. So going over the schedule again because I think we've lost a bit of flow. So you got the podcast that Tuesdays and Thursdays, two K two K and play will be Saturdays. So my GM will be Saturday. My team will be Saturday. The takeaway debate will be once every um whenever. Then you've got the hundred and fifty real. Uh, my my movie, my um, my kind of movie recap weekly thing, which will be um, on a mon will be released on a Monday, um, and the FM and the unemployed and um, and the un I can't even speak English and the unemployed journey will finally be released on mon. On Mondays. And that's the upload schedule. I'm sorry you've had to listen to me ramble on. Do some ASMR. I I can multitask, boys and girls, and whoever's listening to us. Anyway, I think think that's a very smooth transition into the NBA scores. Cripple One, take it away. NBA scores,
1: right. Um, Well, we obviously had your... Um, Devin Booker putting up fifty, exactly fifty points. Um,
0: yeah, back to back fifty point games.
1: Yeah, I mean he was going to get sixty last game, but they just didn't want
0: to let him. <laughs> no, it's stupid. not that they didn't want to let him. He was probably tired, and they probably needed a, needed him for tonight. But what I will say, the Phoenix Suns as an organization is ruining this guy as a talent. This guy. Like a lot of people forget, this is the guy that that is that for a single performance is the third greatest scorer. He's got the third greatest scoring performance of all time two years ago at Madison at Madison Square Garden. No, it was at so, Boston. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm even getting the arenas confused between New York and Boston. Someone help me. But what I will say is that at the is it called the bot. it's the td garden td garden td garden they're both called garden that's why that's why i got confused i I wonder who um has the better garden literally danny age or um
1: i mean danny Ainge has got more it's much more greener than yeah
0: danny danny Ainge or um steve mills who's the better gm Danny Ainge. Obviously Danny Ainge. Although Steve, Steve Mills is working for the worst owner in the NBA, so I do feel sorry for Steve Mills.
1: Um, so first, any, unless you're any, s- still speaking.
0: Anyway, I, I just think that Devin Booker as a talent, Robert Sarver, who's probably the second worst NBA owner, that Suns franchise, ever since Dan Toney and Nash left, that franchise has never been the same. They've had a rotation of point guards. They, they've had their Isaiah Thomas. They've had Goran Dragic. They've had Eric Bledsoe. They just can't find. They they fa- they just can't find find talent to build around. And now that they, they have, probably, I will say, if given the right opportunity, I could see him having a James Har James harden S season where he could carry a team. How- however, however. Me, me saying that th- that this Suns team is bad, they are bad. They are probably the second worst team in NBA in the it's NBA. The um, Knicks, obviously. Oh, okay. 14, fourteen wins the whole season. <laughs> but what? But, but what I will say is that I've said, I've said that statement too many times. Get a counter down in the comments. Count how many times I, I say why was what I was trying to say, but. Oh, I'm, not, I'm. I was about to say it again. So, I'm. I'm gonna say it again. So, I'm just gonna say it, and then you guys can slate me in the comments. So, what I'm trying to say. No reaction from cripper one. I'm disappointed. I'm just, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting.
1: Cause I yeah, know he's, what he's, you're he's already. To
0: say. He's already bored of me and trying to talk. Um. So I just feel that the sounds are bad. But they've got a good young call. They've got Josh Jackson, who's a good defender off the bench. Everyone thought that he that he would be probably the second piece to Tevin Booker. He hasn't got an offensive game. He hasn't. He he's probably going to be one of the best defensive small forwards if he develops. But he needs to develop that in that that offense. And I ju- and I just think for a guy who's now averaging eight points on the season. But tremendous defensively, he's he could be a really good sixth man if he develops well. Um then you've got um, their point guards. They haven't got a real point guard, and that's where Jar Morant comes in. Jar Morant sliding in a point guard. Then you then you've got a big three of Devin Booker, Jar Morant, and DeAndre Ayton, which I think if developed properly under Igor Kos- Kos- Koskov, who is, who is their head coach, and I th- I, th- I think he's gone very much under the radar. And poor Igor Skoshkov because if you looked at the job he he did he did it, he did it, at, um, it with the Slovenian national team, the one Euro basket, which is basically the equivalent to to uh, the Euros in basketball. Um, his teams play fast three point shooting football, and you uh, football, football uh, basketball. I mean, that that's one for the bloopers. That is one for the bloopers. I'm surprised I'm not getting any reaction from you, Kribborn. Um I'm disappointed. <laughs> but See, there, there's the laugh I've Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha, yes, I know, I know, I know. But, Igor Koskoskov plays a good, fast-paced, three-point shooting basketball with Goran Dragic and then Luka Doncic. And his Slovenian national team played well. They beat Spain with with Paul Gasol and and Marc Gasol they they beat Latvia with Christophe Porzingis they beat a loads of teams they beat France with yeah I know like for the things with the front with the French basketball team it's very much very old players with like new players with Killian with with Killian Hines who who is probably going to be a top five pick next year? Then you got Siku Dimbuya, who's, who's, who's a top ten pick this year. So, and then you got Frank Nilakina, if the New York Knicks are ever going to play him. But then again, with Frank Nilakina, he has no three point shot. So therefore, I understand why they don't play him. He's a good defender, though. I just think Frank needs to develop on his confidence. Now, what I. Where was I? So Igor Koshkov plays good basketball. He he was Luka Doncic's former coach, as I said, and you can see the way that you can see the way that um, that they've been playing, and you can see the Igor Koshkov way of basketball. But I think you need more players in there, and you need a fran- you need a better run franchise. And first of all, Sava needs to be out of there. Because the thing is, Sava, although he loves Phoenix, he cannot pay for the he cannot pay the rent for the arena. Therefore, if they can't pay the rent, if they can't if they can't have a new lease, then the Phoenix Suns the Phoenix Suns might have to relocate. And they're one one of the teams that are quoted to be to be saying that potentially, along with um with William. What you may call it, the Men- the Memphis Grizzlies to move to m- to move to um to uh, Seattle because they they they're the worst team they're the what two worst teams in terms of attendance in the Western Conference and therefore are not financially developing and running therefore. You could say that they have the two best cases that if that if the NBA are not going to reintroduce the Seattle Sonics and that has to be done through relocation of, of a team currently in the West, then I would say that the the Phoenix, if they're still under Sava, are a good candidate to move to the key arena in the summer of 2022 when the NBA expansion is happening. And I think people forget that. Um, um, first, yeah, th- so then Devin Booker underuse, underutilized. Ut- so I feel sorry for him. But the thing is, next year they could have a good young core, and they've got a good coach who is severely underrated. Um, and I just hope everything goes well. Goes, goes well. What have you got to say about Devin Booker? Uh,
1: the fact that he's 22 years old, putting up 50 point games in the last uh well, 30 to 50 point games in the last month um is absolutely amazing um Suns are ruining his career and I think he should move uh get traded or if he's I can't remember this no his contract doesn't finish so he's got, he's got another 5 years on his contract poor yeah thing. so ask for a
0: trade at the end of the season if I was Devin Booker I would wait one more year because The fact is they've got big two right now. They could have a big three. If they get John Moran or they get R.J. Barrett, which right now I don't know where to have R.J. Barrett, he is probably the best offensive player in the draft. But he's inconsistent as hell, I hear you say. Yes, he is. Therefore, he's moved down from potentially the second pick to even the fourth pick in my rankings. Anyway, at the end of the season, we will have an entire episode um, for the mock draft. Um, Is it alright if I start the Golden State Warriors box score? Who scored for the other team? Who scored for the um, Wizards, I mean. Did you see that Jeff Green poster? I did, I did. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I did. What was even better, it was the Washington um, bench. bench reaction. Yeah, like, literally giving CPR to Sam Decker. Poor Sam Decker. He had such a reaction. He fell on the floor. And, um... What was it called? Um, Chris Kahona Chris C- had to give him CPR. Um,
1: I'll start off with the Warriors box score. Um... Right now, Kevin uh, Kevin Durant uh, with twenty eight points, nine rebounds.
0: Um, best offensive player in the NBA. Sorry, best offensive player in the NBA. Actually, it depends. It it really depends. I ask you a question: Who would you rather want on offense, James Harden or or uh, James Harden or Kevin Durant? Uh, I'm I'm. Like, I'm I I it depends on it
1: depends on my mood. I'm I'm say I feel like saying Kevin Durant mainly because how Harden his shooting is like he can put up so many points, but he misses so many shots. Like in the Milwaukee game, he was thirty four point six percent, nine of twenty six. Like you get that quite often from Harden, whereas you've got uh, yeah. But then, but then the thing is, Harden's relentless. And then you get Kevin Durant shooting ninety two percent in the yeah, but,
0: game. Yeah, but the th- the, th- the thing is, I honestly think that for me, the two best players in the league after LeBron retires, because I do believe that LeBron's had an off year, and I don't go. I know everything nowadays relates to LeBron James. Everything on ESPN is LeBron James. And I'm sorry, we're sellouts, bro, you know, so we have to talk about LeBron James to get the views, to get the likes, whatever. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, I've said it again, but LeBron James, sorry, pardon me, are you gonna? I don't know if you have to edit that out. No, or not. it's fine. It's fine. You're uncut. Um, um. Well, so LeBron James this year. If you haven't seen the meme, by the way, of everyone predicting the Lakers to win fifty-plus games, and then showing the highlights of you, you need to put the link link in the description. Yeah,
1: or or just look up NBA memes and you'll see it there on Instagram.
0: Yeah, like oh. literally, funniest meme ever. But the thing is, LeBron James had so much expectation, and I think I honestly think LeBron James, in my mind, until Christmas Day, until Christmas Day, listen to me, correctly, was probably the third in MVP voting. In my mind, yeah, no, because after before he got injured, they were the fourth seed. They 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 had the they had the second best defense in the league. LeBron was pe- playing defense, I know, and and then he had the groin injury. So what what why would say is that people were predicting that that he was going to be in the MVP conversation for the until Christmas he was in the MVP conversation. He was probably the, the third best player in the league, and then just well, something clicked. And th- and then he uh, and then he tore his groin, which is basically tearing your muscle under your you know what. For us guys,
1: really, do you have to be so immature?
0: I know, I know content.
1: Um, going back to the Warriors, um, Kevin Durant with twenty-eight points I mentioned. Um, Steph Curry. No,
0: so, so what I'm trying to so 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 f- to finish my point on um, Kevin Durant. I honestly think that LeBron, next season's LeBron James, if we will see whether he is still the best player in basketball, because I don't count this season. Whatever LeBron James has had, he's clearly had an off-year, he's clearly not trusted his teammates, his tri- teammates haven't trusted him, and he's been injured for nearly half the season. It's, it's, a, it's hard, because... I would say that if next season LeBron James isn't one of the top 3 MVP MVP players then I, then I'll say LeBron James as the best player in the world is done and that title to me comes between c- c- comes between 3 people actually you could include 4 if I would it. To me, it would then come down to four people. It would come down to Giannis, to Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Joel Embiid. Those are the four players that can. Rep- that one of them will pick up the baton, or will pick up the um, the stick after LeBron and be the best player in the NBA. So, quick question, cripple one. Out of those four players who do you think after LeBron, after next season, which LeBron w- will either decline or will be, will be because next season will be the last three years of LeBron James. Because realistically, LeBron James has always said he wants to be in the NBA until LeBron James Jr. gets drafted. With the new rules changing in 2021, with players being able to come out of high school, LeBron J- James Jr., could 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 be in the NBA by two thousand twenty two. Which means that LeBron we only have realistically three more years of LeBron James. <laughs> which I if you're if you're a LeBron hater, you're a LeBron if you're a LeBron lover, you're LeBron Stan, you're hate if you're if you're a Curry fanboy, you are you love. I don't know. I was try. I was trying to. No, I was but every, to
1: everyone to do loves tr- uh, a bit of LeBron, LeBron
0: James.
1: LeBron
0: James. Even also the, that. Also he, that kid saying LeBron James is one of the best memes of all time. Best. Yes. Anyway, um, what I'm trying to say is, I, I was asking the question. Out of those four players, which,
1: which players again? Because you rambled on and I forgot.
0: Per- personally, for me, there are only four players that can re- that can replace. LeBron James is the best player in basketball. Um, I would say... Giannis, Harden, Joel Embiid and Kevin Durant. After those four, well, who would you pick? And And do you think there's another person in the conversation? Or is it just those four for you?
1: If we're talking about right now...
0: Who like, could replace LeBron as the best player in the basket. The thing is, is you got to think
1: basketball. about Doncic, whether is he going to keep on his performance and all get better. Um, Because by the time LeBron leaves, Doncic uh, will be 24, 25?
0: No, uh, he'll
1: be 23. W- yeah, which is basically the year where Giannis started uh, his
0: firepower and and it, and, it, and it because you really see what sort of nba player you are by 23 by by that 23 24 year age thing see so or
1: age i'm i'm considering luka doncic but out of those four players that you uh
0: mentioned and and we haven't said zion but the thing is with zion we haven't seen him play an NBA game. Yeah, so he might be well, not not a
1: bust, but he just may I, not
0: play. No, but the the thing is with Zion that the way he's physically built, Zion can cannot be a bust. The, the fact is that Zion can play four, can play three positions in the NBA, and if one doesn't work out, he can play the other. And if one, if that, if those two don't work out, he can play the other. Well, no, because uh, he can't exactly play center. He'll be one of the heaviest players in the NBA. Strongest players in the NBA. Even though he's 6'6". Yeah.
1: He can
0: jump outside of the roof. I think he can still be... I think... Under the right coach and under, under the right plays... He could play at centre. Okay. Could.
1: The thing is, like like you said... You, you can't say Zion uh, is, one, yeah. is taking over... Because you haven't seen him play. But... Um, I would I, I I would say right now with Luka Doncic. However, we I, I have to see till next season whether he c- continues his uh, amazing performance or will he drop a bit and... Or will him. he
0: become average? Yeah, because
1: right he's, now... He's, he's had a very average the second half. Because, well, I mean, he put up a triple-double like his sixth or seventh now, last game. I I, I still think he wins
0: Rookie of the Year, but... I mean, he, it is, it's getting closer now because Trey yeah, Young... but Yeah, but the thing is, if you'd asked me at the All-Star break, he would have got the unanimous... He would have been the second player of all time since Blake Griffin to get the unanimous Rookie of the Year. Yeah, but what does it mean by unanimous, can I just ask? Um, That he's got a clear majority over the second place. Because the people vote... and Yeah, so the, so the media, the players and the coaches vote. And, um, if there is a clear majority by some, by like, I think 60 or 70%, that's when you're called unanimous. Yeah. But, but honestly, Trey Young is have, is having, I'm not saying like the greatest rookie second half. He, he he's showing that he can be a late bloomer and I think he's putting on a performance. That's what he's doing. And I dare to say this, but with all the Steph Curry, Trey Young comparisons, I don't, I don't like to do them. But Trey Young has the, because of his passing ability, not his shooting ability, Curry will go down as the greatest shooter of all time. Like he will go down as the greatest shooting of all time. Second, Ray Allen, third, Dra- Dragon Petrovich, and then fourth, Clay Thompson. But I'm not. I'm not even. I think Trey Young has the potential to be the a better player than Stephen Curry, and only on this one factor alone, his passing. Trey Young, you. If you told me that Trey Young right now would be a better passer than LeBron James, Luka Doncic, because his pure passing um, stats. Are amazing for every passing attempts he has an he has an eighty percent accuracy, eighty percent, and and he's although he is averaging two point nine turnovers, which is basically three turnovers a game. At the start of the season, he was averaging five turnovers a game. The fact that that's decreasing shows a maturity within Trey Young, and if he and if that. And if he continues, and and the Hawks continue this Warriors type copying, because they because if you didn't know, the Warriors assistant GM, while the the Warriors created that dynasty, basically the whole Warriors staff went to Atlanta. No, did they didn't go to Atlanta, but basically the assistant GM of the Warriors when the Warriors Well no, there wasn't that. just Assistant GM, it was like um Yeah, but yeah, sorry. but the Assistant GM now became the GM of the Atlanta Hawks. And he he all, all the system that he knew how to build was a was the Warriors type build. And then he saw potential in Atlanta with a new coach in Lord, Lloyd Pierce, who is a very good defensive coach. And and he's an alright offensive coach. But if you bring in player development stuff that they brought from the warriors you can clearly see how how there there is a warriors-esque mold building in in atlanta and if trey young keeps developing and and seeing how realistically we we know that every that every single year from now on the top five in the east is confirmed You've you've got your Indiana, you've got your Boston, you've got your Philadelphia, you've got your your Toronto, and you've got your Milwaukee. But then those three places between um, between uh, Detroit, Magic Orlando, and Brooklyn, and Camp, but, then, uh, but then but then if Brooklyn get a free agent this summer, then it becomes the top six because I I think if Brooklyn get if Brooklyn get a free agent this season. A Kawhi Leonard, or a Kemba Walker, because DeAndre Russell can play shooting guard. Pe- pe- people forget that he- he- DeAndre Russell is big enough to play shooting guard, and that his system, and within the Kenny At- Atkinson system, I could see DeAndre Russell playing shooting guard. So the actual fears of them not trying to get Kemba Walker, I still think that 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 um, you could end up with a system in Brooklyn with Kemba Walker at point with, with, um, DeAndre Russell shooting guard and that working out just fine. But you, you've also got potentially Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler, his his second uh, after the Clippers, his second favorite destination was, um, what you you call it? Brooklyn. Because the thing is the original plan for Kyrie until he he until Jimmy Butler went to the Sixers, their whole plan was was to meet up on the Brooklyn Nets and take over Brooklyn. But now that Jimmy Jimmy Butler still could could still end both Kyrie Kyrie Irving and um Kyrie Irving and thingy could end up in Brooklyn, but. I just think that Jimmy Butler is, is in a system in Philadelphia, where it's it looked shaky at the start, but he's now settling in, and I think within a year, I think the Western uh, the Eastern Conference Finals is consistently going to be Philadelphia versus Milwaukee. Because, but this season, I predict that the 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 Eastern Conference Finals will be Boston versus um, versus Milwaukee. And you'll see why when we do our playoff preview video, video or episode for the podcast. Um, so what I'm trying to say. Brooklyn is the destination, but right now they're 38-36. They're and, so, and if they don't get that free agent next season, they could still miss the playoffs. If Atlanta keep building, going back to my main point, if Atlanta keep building, I don't see why they can't make the playoffs next year. I could honestly see if Kevin, who, um, who, Herter, Kevin Herter, and Omari Spellman develop. If John Collins finally becomes an all-star, because and Trey and I think next year Trey Young and Luke Doncic are all-stars, because because look at the fan support they're getting and the way they're playing, and and I just honestly could see um could see especially how week after the top five in the East Alans making the playoffs next year. Because of how of how even though it's now late in the season and it's maybe a bit too late, they're winning games and they've got a philosophy they can follow and the players know it and it's it's almost a one through fifteen situation where everyone knows their role and everyone is buying into the philosophy.
1: Um, do you have... I don't think we have enough time to start talking about the score, so we may as well go on to the
0: news. No, no, no let's continue with the scores. All right, as long as we don't get in more interruptions, okay? Oh, come, on, come on! I just love talking about the NBA, man. Yeah, but well, who, who
1: doesn't? Just... Who doesn't? Um, so I mentioned Kevin Durant. Uh, Steph Curry had a near triple double: twenty-eight points, ten rebounds, seven assists, uh, a rare block. No idea where that came from. Seth Curry um, had
0: a block. Yeah, boy can jump. Um, Demarcus. Learning Cousins... from Myshar Curry jumping in that kitchen. Oi, oi.
1: Um, Demarcus Cousins was 16. Uh, and that's it for Golden
0: State. For. DeMar- oh, I don't know what to think about Demarcus Cousins, and the Warriors. He had such a good five game, like his first five games as a Warrior were amazing. They looked like the death lineup that they, they were predicted. But after his beef with Draymond and just it's been it's been up and down for some games he's looked like the DeMarcus Cousins of old. But I think one thing you can tell about DeMarcus Cousins is is his defense since the, the torn Achilles is trash. Yeah, but he can't he can't move quick enough to defend centers like ever since the injury. And it, it's crazy because he was probably the second best defensive center last year, and oh, now he's LNB probably beat? one of the worst.
1: Um, Jonas Valentinus.
0: No, don't forget Rudy Gobert. Ah, yes, of course.
1: Um, Jonas Valentinus for... Frenchman.
0: We love we love the French, and we love the Polish.
1: Did you say? Did you say Tunis French?
0: No, I said Rudy Gobert. We love the French, oh, okay. and we also love Martian Gortat because he's Polish.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, Jonas Valanciunas was twenty-seven points. Mark Jonas Pony... Valanciunas
0: is doing it's. I literally is doing a really good job for Memphis. Rem- remember last podcast when I said that Memphis didn't have anything to lose because realistically they don't care where their their first-round pick, whether whether it becomes top 10 and they get to keep it, or whether whether it's top fifteen and then Boston get to keep it. So it's re- it's. M- it's really the idea of they can do whatever they want because they they want to build around um they want to they want to build around their young core and they want um what's what's their rookie called again uh Jaren Jackson Jr. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. Tri- Triple J they want to build around him because if you look at him you see a mini Anthony Davis the way he plays you see a mini Anthony Davis. He needs to get a bit stronger, but you can see why so many people compared him to Anthony Davis as he was coming out of college.
1: Um, that's all for the Warriors game. Uh, we did talk about the Suns. Uh, but I'll just quickly go through the box score. Um, Thomas Bryant with eighteen points, ninety. How rebounds. many
0: points did Jimma get? Uh, that's all I care about. How Sorry? many points? How many points did Jimma get? Jimma. Yeah, Jim for that boy. yeah, no he didn't play today. Oh, for DMP, DMP. Got got 6 points and then plays for a DMP. DMP means did I not I wonder play. whether they just gave up on him. After one game scored 6 points, the 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 means after he scored 6 points. Like literally the head the headlines for one of the one of the Instagram pages we follow was literally Jim and Devin Booker combined for 56 points. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 like I literally thought like jim had scored 20 points. Like and the, and, the, and then I click on the result and said oh sh- oh, oh snap he just scored 6. Boy. Um, Bro, we Bill. love you. we love you Jim You're especially loved in China when you're three-time back-to-back-to-back MVP in China. Uh, Bradley Beal 28. Jabari Parker Beal is underrated, man. Like, I, I honestly think they should just trade John Wall in the summer and just rebuild that team around... I don't think Bradley, John Wall's wants to be there, really. Bradley Bill. But, however, John Wall is, is, is on a $210 million contract. He's on the fourth biggest contract in the NBA. How did he sign that contract two years ago? I don't know. So that's why he's untradeable, because no team, in their right mind... Once a contract like that, so it might have to force them to trade Bradley Beal instead, which will be a great shame.
1: Um, I mentioned yeah, Bradley Beal, uh, Jabari Parker with twenty eight points as well, fifteen rebounds. Um,
0: Jordan one of McCray. one of his good games this season absolutely sucked in Chicago. I don't know what's gone wrong with Jabari Parker. Like the injuries have caught up to him. And I don't think he's interested in basketball if you look at him play. Or literally.
1: Um that's all for the Washington side. Um your rookie DeAndre Ayton with fourteen points, ten
0: rebounds. He's get he's finally getting more shots after um after the all star break. Because the one thing that you could you could say that was negative about Igor Kushkoshkov uh, I don't know if that, that's how his second name but that's how it's spelled. That's said on paper, and that's how I'm going to go with it. The only thing is that he, he didn't give Andre DeAndre Ayton enough shots. The, th- the thing is, if you look at Igor Koshkov's teams in Europe, where, where, when he managed Buschiktas and Barcelona, are very three-point passing-related teams, and they don't really use the centre position. And it's a major thing in Europe. They do not use the centre as much as they do in the NBA. If you think that the centre currently in the NBA is non existent, think about how it is in Europe. The centre, apart from rebounds, is not needed in Europe. Basically in Europe it's it's nearly a five out one in game when it's when it's your point guard, shooting guard, small forward, powerful forward on the outside and your cent- and your centre just Against the center and the power forward, like if you think that offense, like although European games are more passing related and and less offense, it's it's more offensively offensively reliant on the three point shot than the than the NBA is, in my opinion, at least.
1: Sorry, I was just uh, daydreaming there.
0: See so um, he. he so see, my co-host has already got bored of me.
1: But uh just want to mention one more box score, and that's the fact that Lakers lost by fifteen points to Jazz.
0: What? What about?
1: What about the um,
0: the Nuggets result? Was that the night before?
1: Um, I'm pretty sure that wasn't. Yeah, that was the night before. Yeah. Uh, them winning barely
0: to uh, Pistons. But um, but. What I will say is um, that Lance Stevenson step back. No, yeah, but That's the thing d- is, you can't. Yeah, Lance Stevenson, all he's good at is dancing, like do 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 do, do yeah, The thing do, do, is, do. It,
1: it, he did step on uh, Jeff Green's foot.
0: Oh, the, yeah, but that must have hurt. Like,
1: but he I'm, I'm, said, he I'm, said I'm in not. the interview afterwards, like he stepped. I can confirm he stepped on my foot, but I don't really care. Give it to them if they want to. Oh yeah, but
0: the, yeah, but then again, then 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 again, it, it it could it could be an offensive foul because they could view it as the, the leg is impeding is impeding the drive. Yeah, but they, they didn't see it because I mean, like I didn't even see it the uh, the
1: first time until uh, House of Highlights or, and all or, the others.
0: Or they can call it a kickball violation.
1: How would it be a kickball violation?
0: I don't I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know you like you you just fake it on the replay that as, as he steps back he, he steps on Jeff Green's foot and then the and then he dribbles it down the and then you do some wacky Photoshop I don't know I don't know where I was going with that poor joke move on um,
1: that is all the box score uh, all the NBA scores for today NBA news now no, so um international games uh,
0: announced? When were they announced? Okay, so, um, you've, you've got your normal MB, uh, NBA Mexico game, and your NBA London game that that take place in January. Well, all the international games take place in January. But earlier this this year, in 2018, I think, the, the NBA must... I think that went under the radar because of how because of how Sacramento and Sacramento are getting it because the Sacramento owner is one of the richest men in India and and it and is a um, wants basketball to be in Indian culture because it, it really isn't it's non-existent. But what I will what I will say is that I am French. And guess what? Guess what got announced? Um, the NBA Paris games at the Accor Hotel Arena, um, which, which is which is basically for any French French listeners, uh, the old Berthier Arena that, that's on the um, River Seine. Beautiful, arena, very small arena, but it when you get in there because I, I went in there to watch the Harlem Globetrotters about two years ago in Paris. They went to Paris. Yeah, ju- just for their international tour, and it w- the the like the lot. Talking about a uh, Harlem Globetrotters, Gerald Wallace, former small forward um, for uh, the Brooklyn Nets about three years ago, um, retired because of a leg injury, became a Harlem Globetrotter. He was there. That's the only Harlem Globetrotter that I recognised. Um, so. Yeah, very very good arena, and I think, and I think it's it's just a good thing about the NBA expanding into these markets, with the the NBA Paris game and the NBA Mumbai game, and the and the thing is the NBA is already talking about having having another NBA game in Europe, which is, which is probably either going to be in a game in Moscow. Or a game in probably Slovakia or Slovenia, because if you look at how many Eastern European talents there are, there's Goran Dragic, there's Luka Doncic, even even maybe maybe an NBA game in Warsaw, because because of how Eastern Europe there are more Eastern European talents than there than that than there now are French, and how Eastern European basketball is dominating like international basketball. And, be, and because if you look at how the last three Euro Cup winners have been Slovenia, Latvia, Latvia two year, uh, about six years ago was a runner up, and how yeah basketball has definitely improved in Eastern Euro, Europe, and I, w- I would not be surprised if a UFC Moscow or a U- no what am I saying UFC Moscow an M- and M- M- or nba moscow or m or or nba warsaw get announced um
1: you've got your next i don't know, happened yesterday or two <laughs> days ago but um use of Nurkic getting injured
0: mass oh, oh my god oh my god have you actually seen the vi- the proper video yeah i even showed it to my dad i just i was like oh when my leg- god And on one angle, you can see the white bone. No, white.
1: What was apparently he said? Even worse about the injury was the fact that um, the ref stepped over him and kicked him in the process. And he didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. Yeah, I know he didn't mean it, but like the fact that uh, it accidentally happened as well. Because the fact
0: is that you nearly. On one angle, you could see white bone. It shows the ima- the three tears, because I think he tore it once as he landed, once as he like fell to the floor, and and I think another tear as his leg folded in. Oh my God, it was gruesome.
1: How it happened
0: anyway, confused me. A- a- anyway, I th- did he go for a rebound? Because I d- I, He I only went for a rebound, but then he just clearly landed awkwardly. Oh, well, and, and that's the bad thing about, like, everyone is saying that the, the pace in the NBA, like, having a really, really fast pace in the NBA, with the Sacramento Kings being the fastest team in the NBA, with how they go from one end of the court to the other in in about, tw- in about 20 by right, in, in about 8 seconds, 9, 10 seconds. Wow. Uh because they're the quickest team in the NBA and I think that's followed by um, I, can't, I I just can't remember. I think New York after that as well. And then Brooklyn. But do you,
1: do you think it's gonna affect Portland?
0: Uh Uh yeah, I, I, I after after the the Nurkish injury and how he's their big defender in the post. And who like can you pull up the current standings and tell me who 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 they would face in the playoffs? If it in the playoffs, today. right? Play, playoff preview coming soon on April thirteenth or something. Um, in fact, I can review it for both uh, conferences. No, don't don't go for both conferences. Just tell me who Portland.
1: Portland would get uh, one eight two seven three six, so they'd get the Clippers.
0: With you use Nurkic out, I could see the Clippers beating them.
1: Beating uh, beating bases
0: Yeah, I could, I could I could see it happening. And with the Clippers, just we we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, anyway, Yusuf Nurkic, pr- pray up, man. Um, we look. I mean, you can start yeah.
1: talking about the Clippers now.
0: Um, um, oh yes. Yeah, so for the NBA news, we were talking about the international games. So, we've already covered the NBA international games. So, we can just move on to... What was the other... I mean, we covered the use of Nurkic injury, the NBA news. And, yeah, so the Clippers is the last thing we need to talk about for news-wise. Oh, my God. What can we say about the Clippers? Doc Rivers is a... I think
1: he is a contender for coach of the year. There's, there's, There's like four coaches
0: that could win coach of the year all coaches doc you rivers got this is
1: definitely one of them
0: you got boone holes you got doc rivers you got nate mcmillan and you got mike malone jesus hang on so nate
1: mcmillan's the pacers coach right yeah and then um mike malone is nuggets nuggets yeah that's it uh
0: um, you got five i i would say the top three right now is I, I would say Bunde is still number one. I would say Doc Rivers is number two. And what he's don't done I... to the Clippers team? I mean, like not what he's done to the
1: Clippers team, but like how he's developed them into. Um, excuse me. Um, and
0: he, and here we were two years ago saying the Doc R- Doc Rivers was the worst. Remember two years ago when he was. Yeah, when we kept Both saying that coach, him, him, uh, with his son. Uh, yeah, Austin. yeah, but with him as the coach and GM of the team, therefore allowing him to have too much control. <sighs> yeah, but now they have Jerry he, West. Yeah. Right to Jerry West, guys. Do it every day. Do it once in the morning, once at night. He Wait, will what? get you Kawhi. He will get you two frigid slots, and he will get you Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. Boy, but um. I want to say something. The fact
1: that I mean most of these players, like da- Danilo Gallinari, he isn't the
0: greatest of players. Depending on the year, I honestly think that Dan- Danilo Gallinari could have been an all-star this year. The thing is, what, what I meant,
1: what I was trying to say is that all these players that they have on the squad, it's not that they're terrible. It's just they're not the greatest. But the fact that they that um, partly. Doc Rivers has developed them into a playoff contending team is just
0: like Amazing.
1: How 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 has he done that? Uh, and I, I literally and every fact... after every single Clippers game, I go onto the um Braino you know, um Instagram page, I instantly go to the LA Clippers um Page and every after every single game they have like some uh, motivational speech from Doc Rivers and the whole team. It's just like, wow. I'm sorry, I, I'm getting carried over, but yeah, it's
0: just... yeah. But but I think the main thing to happen to that franchise is um, Jerry West and how Jerry West probably is the best GM of all time, best executive of all time, and how. <clears throat> He's got that staff with Mike Crindale as the president of Basketball Operations. It's Mike something. Um, I don't know if I'm getting confused with Crindale, but it's something like that. And then you've got Steve Barmer, yeah. who um, at the end of the season is pr- supposedly going to announce uh, the Clippers have have been looking at this one one piece of land outside of L.A., or just on the outskirts of LA, and they are potentially looking to buy that land to make an arena, Ooh. to know to build an arena because they're sick and tired of. Because the thing is, if they get Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard, they they are the best team in LA. But and the thing and the thing is, but the thing is, even if they are on paper and are the best and they've got the best team in LA, the Los Angeles will forever be the purple and gold, and therefore there needs to be steps taken within the Clippers to improve the Clippers culture. Because if the Clippers can produce a culture that rivals the Lakers, then then then, it, then someone can say that that city is fifty fifty. But but to me, to me, to, to you, to everyone else. When you think basketball in Los Angeles, you think the purple and gold. You don't think the blue and red, but that's about to change.
1: What a development from the Clippers. Um, moving on. Unless you want to say anything more on the
0: Clippers. Um, I uh, good role players. We'll probably end up with two. Um, with two um, all NBA players slash supermax players and yeah that's it like literally um, and LA whether, you, whether, whether you're whether you going to be a clipper or whether you're going to be a laker is the place to be at the moment
1: um, you mentioned that um, before we started that you've got some uh, UFC results
0: uh, UFC results basically all that you really need to know is that Anthony Pettis knocked out Thompson, Macy Barber continues her rise to Valentino Shevchenko, and um, St- Macy Barber's still undefeated. Anthony Pettit knocks out, th- through a Superman punch, off the cage, knocks out Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, and Thompson takes it in the best way possible, just laughs about it and said, move on to the next one. Now... Uh, and then Curtis Blades defeats Justin Will's, uh, and re- and realistically, I got oh, two out of my three predictions. I did predict Stephen Thompson to win, but who cares? Now, matchups. You probably have um, Anthony Pettis fight someone in the top ten, maybe because now because now they're making Ben Askren. Versus Jorge Mastodal. and now Leo, Leo, maybe make Leon Edwards versus Anthony Pettis. Then you've got um. Then, then you've got, or or you give him to Santiago Santiago Ponzinibbio, which that fight will be one of the most classic standing and brawling fights that I that you will ever see. Ponzinibbio, although he's the seventh ranked contender. Is probably the nightmare matchup for Usman for Woodley, and I just feel the guy's been underrated because he needs to be a top five. He needs to have a top five, and the fact that he's probably going to get anti Pettis now. I I feel sorry for for Santiago Ponzinibbio. Now, now Stephen Thompson, where do you have him go from from now? You you do, you know um, you probably have him fight fight. Potentially Leon Edwards, but then Leon Edwards wants to fight Fidel. Ben Askren wants to fight Fidel. It, it, it really does depend. Right now, I, I don't really have a welterweight opponent for... For, um, what do you call it? Uh, Stephen Thompson. Just go back to the drawing board, take a bit of time off. Just enjoy the meme status he's collected. Um, and, yeah, Curtis Blades gets a win over Justin Wills. Um, and, I can't, I think it was a unanimous decision, or a, T, or a TK in the second round, I can't remember. But, anyway, good win, good win for Curtis Blades. Gets him back within the top five. Probably needs to fight, um, probably someone like a Cain Velasquez. Or or needs to fight a, a Tui Vasa. Yeah, so like because realistically, the top the top three heavyweights, discluding the champion at heavyweight, all busy in this like title fight picture with even Brock Lesnar coming back. So it's very much a complicated picture at heavyweight. So I think I think if Curtis Blair really wants to put his name out there, he probably needs another rebound fight. Yeah, and th- and then moving on to Macy Barber versus. JJ Aldrich, Macy Barber just continues her reign of like supreme. She reminds me of a smaller Ronda Rousey, but a more aggressive Ronda Rousey. And if it gets to the ground, Macy Barber is pummeling your face. And I'm, I'm sorry, she is that aggressive. She's like a pit bull. And the, thi- the thing is, she may not have the skills to be Valentina now, but give her another year, give her another years, that could be a very competitive matchup. And you, I, I don't know who you give Macy Barber flyweight, really, because there are so, that there, there are only five women in total flyweight. I know. What a division? I hope it doesn't become like Chris Cyborg, and how there's only three fighters in the featherweight division. Anyway, and it, there's probably and Amanda Nunes has moved back down to 135. So there's only like two, two, two real fighters at 145, and that's Cyborg and Megan Anderson. Anyway, uh, moving on. Um, fights, fights have officially been made um, f- for the bantamweight championship of the world at UFC 238. Um, it will be Marlon Moraes, the unanimous number one contender at bantamweight, uh, versus um, Henry Cejudo. Um, like um, flyweight coming up, which was the original fight was probably T.J. Dillashaw versus Cejudo too. You just replaced T- Dillashaw with Marlon Moraes and it, it's a very competitive matchup. Great striking matchup. You've got in this. You've got a precision assassin in Moraes that can land at any time, well, uh, facing a karate stance fighter in um, Cejudo, and one of the greatest wrestlers of all time in Cejudo, but then I think Marlon Moraes and his rise to to being the best um, bantamweight in the world. I just think it's his time, and I think that because Marlon Moraes has got the inch, has got inches over Cejudo. Cejudo is still small, although he can, he probably will be the heavier fighter at one three five, or just or be a pound or a point five pound heavier. I just feel that Marlon Moraes, like his his rise is unstoppable, and I just and I just think it's his time. I would have preferred to see a Pedro Munez or or an Algermain Sterling get the fight, but then because because Jusiah Forme because but then again for Omega won over the weekend, that therefore making the situation. ...at Bantamweight... ...complicated... ...and now... ...Jushio Formega... ...is the... ...unanimous... ...number one contender... ...at... ...um... ...at... ...flyweight... ...therefore... ...it's a tricky situation... ...for him... ...the the thing is... ...if... ...Sahudo wins... ...against Mirage ...then... ...you have a situation... ...where Sahudo ...has the opportunity... ...to... ...drop the flights... ...and then... ...that gives... ...um... ...Dana White... ...the opportunity... To cut the division, um, Dana White has already said he wants to cut the division because of how how it's losing money for the company because the, because no one is really interested apart from from Sohoudo and Demetrius Johnson to watch the flyweights, which is a shame. That then you got uh, Robbie Lawler um, coming off the loss to Ben Askerman fighting in their rematch of the of the year of 2016. Um, which really for both men is Tyrone Woodley is just looking for a win after being dominated by Usman. And I think Robbie Lawler, although having lost to Ben Askren, is in a better situation than Ben Askren because he has a good match. when Ben Askren right now either has to fight Anthony Pettis or probably... Ponzinibbio, and he doesn't want the Darren Till fight. Darren Till has already said he's taking a break out after the knockout from from Jorge Masvidal. Ben Askren wants wants the Masvidal fight. Leon Edwards wants the Masvidal fight. Everyone wants Masvidal. So it really depends on, on what's going to happen. The, then you got Holly Holm versus um versus um what do you call it? Um, Amanda Nunes announced. I do not see see Holly Holm challenging Amanda Nunes. Although Holly Holm is a great striker, her positioning is she's caught out. And against Amanda, you can't do that. Amanda is probably the the go-to female female fighting, and therefore you can't make mistakes against her. She's a two-way world champion. She she's won at both 135 and 145. And I I see no reason why Amanda Nunes can't get the job done. Now there is one contender that I can't remember her name, but I would love to see her it's no, it's Caitlin Vieira. Caitlin Vieira of the Bra- Brazilian prospect versus Amanda Nunes is an interesting fight because Caitlin Vieira can create matchup problems for Amanda Nunes, but then that that's so I expect him, Amanda Nunes to beat Holly Holm at UFC two thirty eight or two thirty nine. Can't remember. And the big fight, Johnny Bones Jones, the cheat, that because of his drug testing, the drugs will forever be in his body until he retires. I don't know how a picogram can still be allowed, but whatever. Um, he he is he is now the most active fighter within two years, making up, probably in his mind making up for, making up for all the fights that he's lost in about three years of being banned and stuff. So therefore, he's got a fight against Tiago Santos. I really do believe that he will win against you. Thiago Santos, although Tiago Santos has the power in the hands to to make it a competitive fight, and theref- therefore I can see the fight going in a way that it could be da- dangerous for um, for jo- jo- Johnny Bone Jones, but I do believe John Jones will pull through against Thiago Santos. Although, if they let their fists do the talk, instead of and let let it be a striking matchup, I definitely think it can be one of the best light heavyweight fights we have ever seen. But realistically, if if you're looking at a nightmare matchup for um for John Jones, you're looking at Johnny Walker, a guy who doesn't fight like John Jones, but for once that because John Jones for a light heavyweight is very tall. Because John Jones is nearly six foot tall. And for and um, light heavyweights are normally five eight to are uh, normally five nine five to five eleven. But to get a six foot one he- light heavyweight is very rare. And the fact that you can get a six foot three light heavyweight, very thin Kevin Durant looking fighter in Johnny Walker, hasn't got good hands, but is a good overall fighter. And uh, he, no, actually he has got good hands. It's just uh, Johnny Walker just brings that all around game. And he, gives, and he has the height and, and the reach on John Jones. And it'll be an interesting fight to see two big fighters that lie heavyweight just fight. And I think he's got the, the the more wrestling ability to challenge John Jones. And I think that's the only matchup that John Jones could have trouble with um, at lie heavyweight. But then John Jones has said after Thiago Santos, if he does win against Thiago Santos... He does believe that um, a move up to heavyweight is likely because after he beats Tiago Santos, you've realistically got only three contenders. You've got um, I can't I can uh, you got Shogun, but sh- but um, but John Jones has already been Shogun twice or or once, and then you've got. Um, and then you've not really got any other any other contenders about Johnny Walker, but then Johnny Walker's a pros- prospect, and Johnny Walker has still got has still got his massive fight at UFC Stockholm versus Alexander Gustafsson, who's just come off lost to No, no, Gustafsson is fighting um, what do you call it um, Anthony Smith at UFC Stockholm. What I'm trying to say is that Johnny Walker is not that, that co-main event. And then you've got Jan, Jan Bl- Blowski, but Jan, Jan, Jan is it, in a way that he's already he's lost to Dominic he, he lost then you got Volkan Uzdemir who got robbed against Dominic Reyes um and then you got Luke Rockhold that's moved up from middleweight which is go, who is going to fight yamlowski in the next fight which is going to be very interesting because Luke Rockhold going up from middleweight probably has that thinner th- frame and although Luke Rockhold got a bad reputation at middleweight, he could do all right at light heavyweight. And therefore, if he wins against Yamlowski, I do think potentially Luke Rockhold versus John Jones is the next fight, or Johnny Walker. I just, but then again, Johnny Walker is a more tricky matchup for John Jones, so I don't really know. And anyway, John Jones has already said he he, he for international fight week, which is a big big fight week in August and November. That he probably does want to fight heavyweight, which is interesting. And uh, now moving on to your football section, because I think I've gone over the UFC. Uh, unless you want to talk about Conor McGregor retiring. I I I I don't give me a year until Conor McGregor has been a year out of the UFC, and there hasn't been speculation that he has signed an extent a secret extension with the UFC or has got part ownership in the UFC or has got um or has been offered um, the Nate Diaz 3 fight or the Khabib rematch yeah if but, uh, if because i know we know what Conor McGregor's like if the money's right for Conor McGregor he'll be back and if it's the fight he wants he'll be back but the the, the fact is that Conor McGregor right now Doesn't need the UFC. His whiskey is making him more money than he currently is making the UFC. But but then again, if he has one bad year with a whiskey in in about a year or two years from now, and the, the Khabib fight is still open, then do the Khabib rematch. You've got history there. Although they have been respecting each other more on social media, so I don't know what that means. But if they offer him the Diaz fight, again, I wouldn't be surprised if Conor's back for about three t- to be to be paid like 15 million dollars just to find Diaz, which i think he would win easily because of how canady is so out of shape but then Nate Diaz only wants to conor fight and he won't fight in the ufc for anything else so it really depends
1: right my football section so let me start so off... got the jobs social's at the wheel right um Yes, Ole Gunnar got the job. He has. He got kind of three-year contract. Um, people keep, uh, p- people say that it could be a really big gamble. Honestly, I don't. I mean, you. I mean, if you don't know, uh, he used to manage in Cardiff, and he had the worst season
0: you could possibly have. Um, yeah, but that was his first time. That was his like second managerial job. I know, I
1: know, but if you look back at that, could it happen in Manchester United, you know, right I, now he's had... I think he's having
0: a dream run, and I th- and I think if he gets... The thing is, social will do well if they get the right people around him. And he's already got Mike Dean and... No, he's already got Mike Phelan and Michael Carrick around him, and, and therefore I just believe that there is potential for him to do well.
1: I mean right now he's got a 73.7% win rate 14 one drawn two and three lost one to the greatest team Arsenal <laughs> but um no I I, I don't think it's going to be a gamble I think I think Ole I mean what he said in his uh, first press conference as a um permanent manager was that um that uh, Manchester United are going to um lift the trophy uh, Premier League trophy again which is a pretty bold statement, but um, I, I don't agree with that. Um, overall, I think I, I think this uh, this season, United are going to be fifth or fourth, depending on uh, whether Tottenham move out after don't, Arsenal. Ju- ju-
0: d- don't romanticise Arsenal in this.
1: Well, no, because at the moment Arsenal's not too bad, and uh, we're in fourth at the moment, one point behind Tottenham. And we could uh, go above Tottenham and then Tottenham could go down to 5th, foot- but you never know. Um, probably right now, um, Manu's going to stay 5th. But otherwise, uh, that's it for the Ole Gunaschowska. I'll just mention the Euro 2020 qualifying um, um So, uh, England were first in their group, Group A. Ukraine were first in Group B. Uh, Northern Ireland uh, in uh, Group C is first, Um, although Germany only played one game, so Uh, Ireland in first as well, Uh, Slovakia an interesting one, but they had, uh, they only, they won one game and lost one game, Um, Spain in first, Poland in their group in first, France first, Belgium first, Italy first. that is all for my football section now. So, um, it is the, it was the end of the season last week, I think it was. Um, it was the 40th World Cup season. Uh, ho- ho- hosted in 19 locations in Europe. Um, 28 of the competition's individuals and 17. Um, overall winner uh, in the standings, Kobayashi, Ryo Kobayashi. Great talent. I mean... Uh, the Je- in the ski flying. What, what a forwards. name, though, K- Kobayashi. He's actually J- Japanese. Yeah, I
0: know, I know, I know. It sounds, it sounds like a Japanese name.
1: Um, in the Nations Cup, uh, Poland won the. Uh, were in first place. Uh, in the ski flying, just like I mentioned, which was in Planitza, uh, the last one, Kobayashi won. Um, what else can I say? Um. Uh, I, I'll just review quickly the Polish season, as I am Polish. Um, be yeah. quick, though. Um, David so, Kibatsky, uh what a performance from him in this season. Seven times on the podium. Uh, Kamil Stock as well, eight times on the podium, but his performance did drop in the end of the season. Uh, Piotr Zewa, um he was good throughout the season, but he can be quite inconsistent in his jumps. But overall, Poland, in, uh, out of the seven team jumps, uh, Poland had won three more than any other um, countries. Um, Domen Prev actually from Slov- Slovenia. Um, what a talent. I mean, uh, the last bit of the season, he's uh, I know he's been in the podium, and um, otherwise, that is pretty much it.
0: Right, s- sorry, I was kind of mumbling... Just to um, for Cripple to hurry up because we have a timer and we have to edit these videos, but we also have to sleep of course, because of UK of course. time, so we have to go anyway. Um, plug the social medias, and um, there will be a social media banner on screen so you can follow us on all because now we medias. have the right software
1: for everything. Yeah, right
0: software, um, can you, yeah, right software? We're professionalizing, bro, you know, we're being more organized, but plug the social media and then we're out of here uh Instagram bro
1: you know podcast underscore podcast underscore blog uh Twitter at bro you know uh, bro you know Wix site we will be more active on the Twitter by the way bro you know Wix site uh anchor podcast which links to Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts etc uh and that is it for the podcast all links
0: will be on screen so just type them out on your tree, devices and your link tree which is basically just your kind of internet passport to everything, bro. You know, bro. You know. Sorry, I'm in. I'm in a hurry, but life is life, bro. You know. That stay, is. stay, crippled guys, and see ya.